big boobs, little boobs, curvy, petite, introvert, extrovert, loud, quiet. You, my friend, perfect, exactly the way you are right now. I'm Steph, your host, the big boobed introvert CEO of Confetti Curves, and I'm going to remind you that confidence comes from loving all that you are right now. Shall we get started? And we are back, episode three, and it's quite funny that every episode so far has been recorded in a different month. So it is currently the last weekend in July, and I have just edited and got episode one ready for release. So this one should be, you know, less of a delay than uh, episode one was. Now for context, I have just had my very first open house for my sailing. Sailing? Sailing around the ocean. No, the selling of my house. And it was just an off the market. So there wasn't like many people there. Um, But it was a really interesting experience like knowing that my house was being like judged and considered by other people it was really quite a fascinating experience um and so I know this podcast has really quite (laughs) quickly become all about moving house and it is not going to be like that always but it is quite a massive thing that's going on in my life right now and I feel like it's something quite lonely and something that I want to share so I decided in May that I was going to sell my house and from there I've been going through all the processes of selling my house which is a really long process and no one I know has ever sold a house before so it was quite an experience for me to learn. Um, So initially I had planned on painting everything in my house white and like as you can see behind me if you're watching on YouTube I have not painted my house white. In fact I actually ended up painting what was the boringest room in my house to be more colorful because um the real estate agent that I actually chose to go with fell in love with the house and was like oh like I'm not too sure like maybe you could like dull in some of the things but I don't think that you should take your personality away and then after our first meeting um he sent me an email he's like the more I think about it like the more I think like you really need to let your house shine And it really like resonated with me and it's been amazing hearing some of the feedback from people who have been like, oh my God, like it's got personality and it's something unique and different and a focal point. So it's been comforting to know that like this house is an expression of me and it's kind of, it's unique and loved and I've taken it so deeper than it should, but it's really validating to know that people love the house and that it's not just like my quirky personality that found this um, (laughs) space amazing. Um, But there has been a lot of like interesting things that have come up mentally in this process. Like um, last week I received the photos back for the house and my instant reaction was to start crying and I sent them to my sister and my parents and my sister came back and she's like oh my god like they came out really good and I was like I'm really underwhelmed by them and she's like what more could you have possibly wanted from the photos like they make this place look big they make this place look colorful like what is it that's like wrong with them and 
I it just felt like for me the emotion and the happiness and the joy that I feel in this space wasn't captured. Now, now realizing and like intellectualizing those emotions, it was just a reaction to like, holy fucking shit, I'm selling this house. Um, because I went on to have a panic attack and sobbed for a significant amount of time that day. Like I had to cancel work meetings because I was in no state to uh, represent uh, my team. But it's really, like, I have this way of, like, and it's something that I'm really proud of with my personality. Once I make a decision, I'm all in. Like, nothing is stopping balls to the wall. Like, that is the decision I made. That is what I'm doing. And moving and selling this house has been very much that way. Once a decision is made, I'm doing it. But I think that just, like, continual motion of, like, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. And it's, it is a lot of work to, like, clean your house, present your house, touch up all the little like dings and things or like do the repairs that you're happy to live with because like you don't care if there's, you know, a chip in the wall or like whatever. But also packing and processing all of the things of like the material items that you've got had in your house and all of the emotions associated with that. Like, do you treasure that thing enough to take it with you? Is it trash? Is it not trash? Like, it's a really emotionally draining experience and I think having the photos come through really made me realize holy fucking shit I'm selling this house I'm leaving my safety blanket I'm leaving my local like supermarket my local like ease of places to go and I'm leaving like Canberra whether you live in Canberra, you've been to Canberra, you've heard a reputation of Canberra. Canberra is a unique location. It is like a big town and nothing is more than like half an hour away. And it's kind of scary to be thinking I'm moving to Melbourne. And like I often will be like, oh, one of my friends lives like 20 minutes away. I'm like, oh my God, it's such a drive. When at the suburbs that I can afford to like buy in, it's likely that I'm going to be 20 minutes from my sister and she is going to be the only person that I'm going to have in Melbourne. And it's kind of, it's a lot. Like I'm excited for this and to be truly on my own in a way because like at the moment, like I live like five minutes from my parents and if I need anything, I can call on my mom and be like, mom, like, can you please come to me? Like I need assistance. I need something or like I've got a migraine. Can you please bring me some migraine tablets? So it's kind of like the real leaving of the safety net. And, you know, if I have to go into the office, it's going to be over an hour commute Um going to different places aren't going to be as convenient. Like I'm going to have to learn to drive in traffic. Like I already leave work early so I don't have to get into like Canberra, like peak hour. And that's not really peak hour in comparison to Melbourne. So it's all of these kind of emotions that I think like rose to the surface from that tr- like surface triggering this kind of like full body response. And I didn't really feel supported by a couple of people in my life when I was like trying to explain that to them. And luckily I've got a friend who just like, we're just on the same emotional level. And I called her, well, I video chatted her and was like, I was like, everyone loves the photos. I hate the photos. Like, I think this is terrible. Like no one's going to want to buy my house. And like, I think I'm having a panic attack. And I like, and she was like, 
you're right. The photos are amazing. Um, you are just like putting your emotions on this. So, <laughs> so it's been this kind of like trying to like the rationale of like feelings and reactions and just coming to terms with things has been a really self-discovery. Well, I don't know if that's a bit like, I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of had this like stop and pause with a lot of things, like things that I have would have never really been triggered to think about if I wasn't deciding to rebuild my entire life in a different location. Um, <coughs> and I think, it yeah, it's an interesting concept. I have a, a newfound respect for people who like have jobs like in the military and stuff like that, where they're just constantly on the move and packing and deciding whether or not you value something enough to take it with you it's it's an emotional roller coaster and I feel like it's become my entire personality like for the past three four months all I've been thinking about talking about existing about has been moving house and I went out for breakfast with one of my friends yesterday and for her birthday and I was like I'm so sorry like I haven't got you anything and I don't even know what's going on in your life like my head's been so far up my own ass lately because all I can think about is me and what the hell I'm doing (laughs) and it's I don't think I've ever really had a time in my life where I've allowed myself to fully focus only solely on me like I have been a pathological people pleaser to quote Taylor Swift anyone um and this is not that time I like it was a massive thing telling my mum I'm moving to Melbourne because I knew it would break her heart and I didn't care like I obviously care that like I'm upsetting my mum but like it wasn't enough to influence me and I think it previously has been enough to influence me and say oh no like you know I don't want to upset my mom or things like that so it's been really nice to be selfish for lack of a better word like I am doing this solely for me and it's really empowering like I was talking to my sister about like what kind of house I want to buy and I was like well I'm really in this incredible position where like I want to be close to her but that's it like I want some space for my dogs and I want a place where I can put my couch and not see my kitchen. That's really it. Like I am open to everything. Like I would love a fixer upper to like make my own. But then if I find like a nice house that just needs some paint, perfect. Like there is no limitations on what I need or what I want. Like even when I was buying this house, I was with my ex-husband and you know, there was a house that I loved that no one else in my family really liked, but I really wanted it. Um, and I didn't end up buying it because no one else kind of like agreed with me. And I did end up with this house, which arguably may be better. I'm not sure. I think any place I would have made my own. And I think having that mindset going to Melbourne is going to really help me because I'm free. Like free, free. Like I... I'm only limited by a house that's suitable for my dogs. That's it. Like, all I need to do is have a safe home for me and my animals. My animals, please. They're my children. (laughs) Like, that's it. Like, I can live anywhere. 
and that's amazing. I don't think I felt free in a really long time. And I'm actually excited to have this opportunity to go and discover new things about myself and to do, to push myself to go and try new things because I'm going to need to make friends. Like it's all well and good to like be like, I'm going to be with my sister, but I also don't want to kill my sister and like burn the like relationship that we have. So I'm going to have to go and like go to women's events or like <laughs> – not joining a sporting team because please, um, but like go and discover things that I've never tried before. I might fucking hate them, but giving myself permission to fail by trying new things, like that's awesome. Like that's honestly like the best case scenario, like giving myself permission to feel safe, to fail, go and meet new people, go, okay, well, that was an experience probably come and share the hilarious story with you guys and then move on, try something new. Like that is an amazing, amazing place to be. I um, had spoken with my therapist. I was like, you know, I'm really excited. Like I'm going to move to Melbourne and I'm going to like be this new person and I'm going to do these new things. And I'm going to like, it's going to be this amazing experience. And she was like, you do realize that um, when you move to Melbourne, you are still you. So you need to make changes so that when you get to Melbourne, it's not just like a whole new like cold plunge. So like I'm making efforts at the moment. Like I'm trying to go once a week, I'll take myself on like a date night. And like I've been for a couple of massages and I went to this really cool women's event this week, which I'm going to share about on my next podcast, going to um, a thing called Naked Awakening. Um, and just trying to make micro changes um, along the way so that when I get to Melbourne, I don't feel completely fully overwhelmed and have too many oh shit moments <laughs> because I want this to be that pivot in my life. Like I want that shift. I've been feeling stale and I've been feeling lost and incredibly lonely and I want Melbourne to be – like not even the start of a new chapter, like the start of a new book. Like this is the, I'm, clo- I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm in my end of part one. It's probably part two by now. I'm a childhood, adulthood one. And now we're going to be moving in to part two of adulthood and trying new things, failing at new things, creating a new life for myself and a new routine and just kind of, existing in a new way and I'm so excited for that it's gonna be amazing I am just gonna share one more little tidbit and then I will leave you on for your Monday morning um so I have a security camera at my house and out of just sheer curiosity out of my open home yesterday I wanted to kind of like see what people were saying so I was listening on the footage and someone was like, oh, we could just like concrete over this garden and make heaps more parking. And I think that would be a much better house. And I was like, oh, my God, they want to put like they want to concrete over my garden. Who would want to destroy the garden? Like my mum and I have spent eight years like making a really nice front garden. I've grown all these amazing roses from cuttings. And then it was just like I was sharing it with my parents at dinner that night. And my mum and I were both appalled. And then Mike's like, well, you have to remember you're selling your house. Like, it's the end of the era for the house as well. And it's really true. Like, 
all of the emotions, all of the things that I have connected to this house, that's that's the story that this house has had with me in it. But it's time for someone else's story to be here. And that's pretty fucking cool. Like, this house was born, born, created in 86. I bought it in 2015. Like, it's experienced at least two or three other families in this house or people in that time. And what stories have that, like, have the walls heard in that time? It's time for them to have a new story. It's time for them to forget all the scary things that happened here and all of the the times that I was afraid, all the tears that have been shed. Like, it's time for someone else to have a story in this home. And I think it's the same for me. It's time for me to start my new story. And it's exciting. I'm excited. I also just cannot wait to have easy access to an international airport. It's going to be amazing. My trips to see my friend in America, I could get them down to one flight. Like we could fly from, like I could fly from Melbourne to San Fran. She could pick me up from San Fran and that's one flight. I don't have to go Canberra, Sydney, Sydney, LA, LA, Sacramento. Like she could pick me up in San Francisco. Like that in itself. Why haven't I moved to Melbourne years ago? <laughs> but yeah, so I am really excited for this next chapter and all that it's going to have to bring. If you just had as much fun as we did, come follow us on Instagram at Confetti Curves, leave a five-star review and subscribe so you never miss an episode.